ஹவ் uh because you know from from where i from where i come from right uh film making is something that's that's experimental you mm-hmm. don't have a solid uh you know success you don't have a uh, like the, you know the end of the tunnel mm-hmm. you, you don't see that <laughs> especially in in film making uh-huh. back in india so not everyone can do it and that's a reason why majority of the parents right when their kids say hey i want to make films they're going to be like so stressed up <laughs> because they they're like you know they don't know what's going to happen in the, mm-hmm. in the future so uh filmmaking is something that's like uh it's not commonly taught things are changing these days in india too mm-hmm. but they're not like you know there are schools everywhere where they teach films it's mm-hmm. not like that in india mm-hmm. so it's like a dream a dream which will not guarantee you the anything right mm-hmm. so I love films and obviously my parents are so stressed out the moment they got to know that I love film making. So the Garfield shirt doesn't help. <laughs> no, no. No. If you're trying to say mom, dad, I'm going to do something with my life. Right. The Garfield shirt no, doesn't help. No. <laughs> so and and I I I can I can see why and why they are literally rejecting or you know opposing me to not do something, right? Mm-hmm. It's just out of love. They're so afraid that I could fail yes. because they have not done it before. they don't have contacts in the film industry that mm-hmm. could help me out mm-hmm. i'm just like you know all of a sudden out of the blue i come out and say that i'm going to make a film <laughs> and they obviously they lose their minds mm-hmm. which happened so it took me so much time to convince myself saying that okay i need to find another route a mm-hmm. different one that could le- that could let me do what i what i really like but to do that because i'm coming from uh, a normal family from india right mm-hmm. i need to make sure that i could feed me feed my you know, my people and all first mm-hmm. so i did my bachelor's in computer science back in india mm-hmm. i came here uh, for for my masters uh, it's a two year uh, that's the reason why i got to carbondale uh-huh. because i got a, a admission in sau right uh, for computer science masters in computer science and then that's how it all began so coming to usa one is to make sure that i have something credible like a masters degree mm-hmm. a proper job and stuff mm-hmm. and the other thing it's freedom yeah freedom because my parents are back in india <laughs> and i could do you know something you know it's not silly it's not mm-hmm. crazy something that i like yeah. which will not stress them out so that's how it all started i came to uh, sau to do my masters and while doing that i st- i i literally I've lost so many pounds at that time just walking in the communications building. Good. Good. I, I, I shouldn't be even there. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm from Fainer, Fainer uh-huh. Hall. But I spent so much time in the communications <laughs> building trying to make contacts. Uh-huh. Filmmaking, especially for a, for a director, right? Uh-huh. Uh, writing is easy because all you need is, you know, maybe a system, maybe a paper and yeah. a pen and have your, your own mind. space. That's yeah. it. But f- being a director, right, you need to have a team. Mm-hmm. director is nothing without a proper team mm-hmm. so me all alone in usa have no film contacts no mm-hmm. friends here that are with 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 mutual interest common interest and all right mm-hmm. so i try to make buddies i try to make buddies who are going to film school at sai and mm-hmm. stuff so i made 
uh, made a song basically it's like it's like uh, it's a it's a indian south indian uh, telugu song mm-hmm. uh, but i f- i was i was able to uh, mcm was really helpful mm-hmm. antonio uh, was really helpful yeah. the the photography professor he is my gym buddy <laughs> so nice. the moment i got to know that he belongs to this communications building right or i don't even know what he really does at that time uh-huh. i got to know him i thought you know he and he is the he's the one behind mcm he he guides people and mm-hmm. all so i said sir i need i need some help i need i need some people i need a cinematographer and all all sorts of questions yeah. and he's still helping me with this production too <laughs> same thing it, it didn't change to be frank so he uh he uh, helped me out with few contacts i went them i don't even know what a day rate is i don't even know whether i'm paying them too much or not even paying them the right <laughs> amount I have no idea <laughs> i have friends uh-huh. who funded me who gave money to make that one song mm-hmm. two days work i've got crew from siu from mcm i made the small visual which is 3 and 1/2 minutes mm-hmm. i thought you know that's that it came out really good and i thought okay you know now i can just take this to an investor narrate a story and mm-hmm. get a production uh-huh. and it didn't work out <laughs> it, is, it is it is a, it is a tiny song it's a small one it's mm-hmm. 3 minute song and he said you know you need to i need to have something credible like a visual narration a minimum of 30 minutes so that he could understand the story and mm-hmm. stuff and and just a song wouldn't help so i'm done with my masters i found a job uh you know i i am a software guy uh-huh i thought you know it's so easy now i'm, I'm making money mm-hmm. so that i could use some you know to get stuff and all <laughs> i got money but i didn't have time yeah so i worked for 2 years it's paying me good but it didn't give me time to do what i love yeah so i have a i have a investor who is ready to do something if i can get him and show him a proper portfolio video mm mm-hmm. and i really tried so hard for one and a half years but i couldn't make one yeah and that is the time i was like no it's not working and i'm not i'm not happy i'm getting paid but i'm not happy and i feel like i'm literally cheating my manager cheating the company cheating the boss mm-hmm. by not giving that 100% mm-hmm. i work well they're happy with me i got a good uh, you know the good employee award award yeah. too but still i have that feeling in me because i know what i could if i really love what i do yeah personal fulfillment Person, and how exactly, that and how that exactly, contributes to exactly and then i was like okay i took a call i i said no i can't do this anymore so but because i'm an immigrant right mm-hmm. either i need to be employed or i need to be in 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 like studying mm-hmm. or in a college mm-hmm. to be legally present in usa yeah i can't just quit my job and say the next 6 months i'm going to make a film yeah. you know i can't do that so then uh, i thought okay i have a proper masters degree i have proper real time experience mm-hmm. and then i thought okay i need some time something that could I, i that i could invest on myself to make something that i really love so then i i tried to apply for a, a phd a doctor, doctoral <laughs> uh-huh. doctoral thing in, at siu because i know people here and you know they know my credentials they know my grades yeah. they know my experience and everything they are more than happy to take me in as a doctoral student mm-hmm. and then i've decided okay i'm giving myself 3 and 1/2 years 3 and 1/2 years to finish my doctorate mm-hmm. 3 and the same 3 and 1/2 years to make that film mm-hmm. and get a big one mm-hmm. that's the whole target and now i'm i'm i'm, I'm almost done with my phd i'll be graduating this december uh-huh. and i i have the opportunity to make a feature film 
because the 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 portfolio video it mm-hmm. worked out it really worked out so two years ago uh, when i came back for my phd here mm-hmm. uh, i've decided okay no no one's going to put in money for a portfolio video right i can't go after friends mm-hmm. i just quit my job so basically i've decided to just fund whatever i need myself my fiance and a couple of friends that i have mm-hmm. we all pulled up our money together cash credit cards and everything mm-hmm. i've written i've directed and we produced together a portfolio video of 45 minutes length oh wow yep and then just to make sure that it looks professional mm-hmm. uh, it looks good and it's just not like another amateur video which would basically it it would it would fetch nothing yes you know if i can just make another video mm-hmm. it wouldn't help i need to make the video that can get me an opportunity mm-hmm. so that that really takes money that really takes time that mm-hmm. really takes that good team cash and crew included so i finally decided to i tried getting people locally like cash mm-hmm. but didn't work out uh finally i've i've like i've i have no contacts uh in the film industry back in india or mm-hmm. in usa i'm just this one <laughs> guy out of nowhere trying to do something right mm-hmm. so uh i've texted every single actor that has a facebook account mm-hmm. from the film industry that i came from the, the south indian film industry uh-huh. majority of the people they don't even check the messages <laughs> right yeah. so i've texted a guy called prince uh and after 3 months after 3 months that i texted mm-hmm. him he saw that message he responded back and he said you know i would i would i'm interested i would love to hear what you what you wrote <laughs> and that kicked it all so i went on a 15 minutes uh, narration to just to explain him what the context of the film is of the portfolio film is mm-hmm. he liked it and then we had a one hour narration i took him through the whole screenplay and everything he said i'll, I'll do it i said i can't pay you much he said that's fine you know pay me whatever you want that's fine i'm not into this for money yeah. let's let's make something good so i literally uh, i flew him uh, to to carbondale <laughs> i flew him to carbondale and uh, i have another actress her name is vyoma uh, she's from canada mm-hmm. so i i flew her in uh, great people good like you know they they're really good actors yeah and then uh, five member crew including me yeah i am the production assistant and like we are the pas we are the ads mm-hmm. we are the people that get food we are the people that travel everyone everywhere yeah. and literally it's just those five people and and you would laugh at me if i say this now i didn't even have uh, a written script yeah for that film but you had a vision everything so you can <laughs> no one knows what's what's happening mm-hmm. except me and i when i narrate uh, when i've narrated the uh, prince or any other actress right i went through just the way how a screenplay works mm-hmm. shot to shot and everything so they didn't even ask me for screen uh, for for the papers mm-hmm. for the lines i used to text them mm-hmm. so uh, you know we did it for nine nine nights not nine to 10 nights in carbondale marian mm-hmm. and everywhere so i have my uncle uh, srinivas gundala he helped me to and uh it's just me my fiance literally uh santosh rahul my, my other friends so we as a team we you know worked it out basically and after nine nights i have all the rush i need to make a portfolio video <laughs> right <laughs> and then so uh what was hold, up- hold that thought cuz we're like 
10 minutes in and I've got to do this introduction <laughs> for the 88th episode of the WTF Carbondale podcast where I interview interesting people about their interesting lives and tie it all back to this little old place we call home, Carbondale, Illinois, episode 88. I've got to look at my screen. Vignesh Kaushik, correct? Yes, sir. Thank you. Yes, sir. I still can't get over spending four years pronouncing Brian's name. <laughs> I'm going to get over that, though. This story, mm-hmm. the way that you have told it thus far, Right, the way that you are able to break down the different components of your personal story, mm-hmm. right, that has that has led through this. Take one part of the story from a point six years ago and run it up to today. Mm-hmm. Then take this point, go back to a point four years ago, run it up to mm-hmm. day, today. Go back to two years ago, run it up today. Mm-hmm. Go back a year, go back six months, continue to run that up to today. I, I see how your storytelling mind works, mm-hmm. and I very much appreciate it. Oh, thank you. And I will let you continue about on, on your story. So you've, you've got your actors here. You've got the actual piece set. You're texting them. You're telling them, like, just kind of what, what everything's looking like days of. And you spend these nine days putting together this reel. So, uh, so as, I, as I told you, we have friends... Uh, us, Rahul, Santosh, my fiance Swati, and myself, everyone, we were like, we don't know, we don't know exactly whether we're going to wrap the film by the ninth night. Mm-hmm. We don't know that. <laughs> and then and on top of it, everyone's put their money into it. Mm-hmm. We don't know what's going to happen. Because basically portfolio videos are nothing but an investment that you make on yourself mm-hmm. for a better opportunity, mm-hmm. not for money, right? It's, mm-hmm. it's, there wouldn't be any distribution for a 45 minutes video. We know mm-hmm. that too. But what was supposed to be uh, a budget that we, we, we got to spend for a portfolio video, right? Mm-hmm. It went five to six times over just you know, in the name of making a mm-hmm. decent professional one. Mm-hmm. So we just went, went with it. So everyone helped me out, uh, and then we made this film. We know that there's no, no one's going to buy it. <laughs> we know that because uh-huh. you know, we might have put so much money into it, but uh, it is end of the day, it's just a 45 minutes film. But in India, usually all the South Indian films are a minimum of 125 to 130, 140 mm-hmm. minutes. Mm-hmm. You know, that's mm-hmm. the length. So i was like that's fine you know as long as that could get me a good opportunity that's all i really care mm-hmm. and then quite a few production houses they they watch the video but they're like it's it's good but it's just 45 minutes long yeah you know we couldn't do much with it and i was like okay i, I thought it's not going to work out then out of the blue so I got to know that. Uh, oh, this is the best part of it. I can't even let it in. Like, I, this is the, oh, this is the pinnacle. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Go, go, so, go. So out of the blue, uh, I got to know that there is, there is this one mega producer mm-hmm. uh, in the South Indian film industry. Mm-hmm. His name is Allu Arvind, sir. So Allu Arvind is his name. Mm-hmm. And he's this big time producer back in, in, from the South Indian yeah. region. I would dream, you know, to uh, literally having a picture with him. (laughs) He has this huge production house, Mm -hmm. which has history. He has made so many films, blockbusters with big, big people, Mm -hmm. all the big cast, star cast and all. Mm -hmm. Even in my dreams, I wouldn't even dream meeting with him, you know, sitting face to face with him, having a seven hour long conversation. I wouldn't even dream it. I got to know that he is coming up with 
revolutionary thing for South Indians, uh-huh. an OTT platform just for that language. Uh-huh. So I speak Telugu. Mm-hmm. Telugu is the language and that's the place and, and, and Andhra Pradesh, Telangana, those are the two states, mm-hmm. the South Indian states along with few others. So that is where Bahubali came from too. So this guy is coming up with this uh, OTT platform mm-hmm. just for Telugu movies, Telugu web series and everything. I mean, I'm sure the market is relatively large for that. Oh yeah, oh yeah. We, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not saying <laughs> nothing against, but we, uh, uh, we the Telugu guys, mm-hmm. are like mad, mad lovers of films. Yeah. You should literally, I, I could, I'll share some videos with you. You should see how they celebrate. It's a celebration. Uh-huh. Film is a celebration. When you when you when you go to theaters in South India, right? When you see the like in the first day on on the first day when you mm-hmm. have a star cast, uh, you know, a big big cast film, mm-hmm. people will celebrate it in the theaters. You couldn't even li- hear the lines; they'll be yelling <laughs> because they're just ah! yeah, yelling the lungs out. We love films so much, and that is the land I'm coming from. Uh-huh. And this this huge producer, he is coming up with an OTT platform. And one of my cousins, he told me that, hey, I have a contact, uh, you know, we can send you a film to them. See, if they would like it, something could happen. Uh-huh. And I said, look, you know, bro, do anything you want. You know, basically, I'm just like yeah. waiting here for an opportunity, you know, anything works with me. Out of the blue, one night, I got a call from the secretary of Alu Arvinsa. Uh-huh. <laughs> so... So, <laughs> and I got to know that, uh, I just want to, I, I really want to thank my cousin for doing this. So he's- Look into your camera for he, this one. Thank <laughs> you, buddy. Thank you. His, his name is Sharath. So he, and I don't even know why he called me that day. We usually, we, we, we are cousins, but we are, we don't talk regularly. Uh-huh. He said, out of the blue, he just called me. And then he said, you know, what's up? What are you doing? And I told him that, no, I just made a film. It's, it, it's just sitting here, going nowhere. I don't know what, what to do next. He said, hey, I think I have a contact at my workplace. Something could happen. And then I said, oh, that's great. And I sent him the Vimeo link. So I got this call from the secretary of Allu Arvinsar saying that Allu Arvinsar wants to talk to you. Uh, can you get on a call in an hour? And I was like, <laughs> Let me drop uh, my entire life uh, to do this. Exactly. And, and, and I was like, uh, I didn't even know that. Uh, do, I, basically, I should, I should live. Now, when I talk about it, I think I should have really asked her, ma'am, do you, do you want me to call a certain number or something? I, I said, oh, yes, okay, that's fine. You know, let him call. And then <laughs> I hung up the phone. Power move. Uh, yeah, I was like, <laughs> no, 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 I, I, I didn't even know. <laughs> I have no idea what was going to happen. Uh-huh. And like said, the exact time, uh, I, got, I got a call from Arvind Sir himself. And he told me that, you know, he watched the film. Uh, he saw some fire in me. And then, uh, you know, obviously... Uh, artwork, he said, no, the artwork is not that great. I said, <laughs> sir, I, I didn't have an art director because uh-huh. there was no one working on the art uh-huh. because, you know, I, I, I don't even have the budget to do it. Uh-huh. He's like, yeah, keeping that aside, I, I really like what you did. I, I see some fire in you. So tell me, what do you want to do with this? So I thought of, I know, till that moment, right? Yeah. I only got rejections because people are trying to think this as a business. Yeah. And they're saying that the 45 minutes wouldn't work. 
so i thought you know this guy it's the greatest opportunity that i ever that I, i wouldn't even dream of yeah. and i had this call and i want to i want to answer that question what do i really want to do this film right mm-hmm. so i told him so so this is an anthology this is the first part of the anthology this ah. is just 45 minutes <laughs> i have so many stories i can uh-huh. you know if you give me a chance i can i can do the other 45 minutes thing too mm-hmm. because you know it's 45 minutes there's no way that i could extend it or do something yeah then he said no uh, he said up straight that you know anthologies are not uh, yet that crazy mm-hmm. in india yeah it wouldn't work out he said he likes that film and he asked me whether i could write it in uh-huh. a way that we could make a bigger one uh-huh so i said i th- oh yeah yeah i can easily write it and he said okay that's fine take your time write a script based on the same story uh-huh. uh but it has to be two hours or something like that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then then he told me that okay let's do one thing uh write like eight episodes write a web mm-hmm. series out of mm-hmm, it mm-hmm. and you know i would be interested i said okay sir and no, i'm good let me write it and i will get back to you and he said you know you can save my number once you're done with it just let me know uh, so that we could get on a narration i said fine so i was so high that i i wrote eight episodes in five days wow from that moment in five <laughs> days i've texted arvin sir saying that sir i'm ready so where because obviously one side of your your brain is very technical mm-hmm. right and 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 very capable of just piecing together things you know in in sequence and and by the numbers and then there's the other side of that is the the intangible the ethereal the the <laughs> muse side right, right the creative right, right? It, it, and is this just like where those two things just meet and you become this content this concept this writing and staging machine it just all starts to go together and and go on to paper uh, no sir to be frank uh i think to be frank i don't even know how to answer that question yeah, because okay. i have no idea how, how your brain it, works how it's going to happen you just right? know it does work yes the, the only <laughs> thing is uh this is one thing that i really really uh need to share because i need to thank my father for this yeah so I literally I was brought up you know I I grew up looking at him the one thing that he really does is he makes sure that whatever he's doing he does that so good mm-hmm. so that no one can point out you know something in it right yeah. that's the only thing he he literally does so much work so hard work to make sure that any simple thing that he's doing he does that right mm-hmm. so when I'm when I'm asked to do a technical job that's the only thing that I think about because mm-hmm. I take pride in the work I do and mm-hmm. I I really get offended if if something doesn't work out yeah. because people are expecting something of me mm-hmm. and if I can't give it so I really uh, I uh, to be frank you know I question I comment and I I uh, it's not about confidence mm-hmm. but you know I I have very strict parameters and yeah. barriers to yeah. to meet mm-hmm. everything is said by myself you know to in the first place so anything that that was expected of me i i will put in everything that i can possibly do to make sure that i do it right so when i have time let mm-hmm. us say you know okay i'm done with the task and now i just want to make sure that i write something mm-hmm. i i create something right that's the same thing i do yeah so i don't know how it works in the brain but it i just hope that it continues <laughs> to work yeah. you know it till till i become old well and in just like 
yeah, and and we've not we've not dug too much into uh, you know what you do in the world of computer science, right? But it's just like in production for media. A lot of it is trial and error. A lot of it is knowing what your limitations are, but knowing that you're not going to understand what your limitations are until you hit them. Exactly. No, no, I totally agree with that because uh, I can only talk about uh, the problems or the failures, uh, you know, that I have that I've met mm -hmm. uh, from the experiences that I had till today. So tomorrow, if I make a new film, I, something something else could happen. Yeah. You know, something else could challenge me, could could question me could make me realize that, hey, there is something else in the craft that I need to know. Mm -hmm. Because I haven't gone to a film school. I only taught myself by watching films, by watching content, by watching all the web series, you know, and mm -hmm. stuff that are local here too. So... Well, when you're done with your PhD, you can start your bachelor's in, <laughs> no, in film no, production. No, no, no more. As, as long as long as it's working organically, uh -huh. I really yeah, don't yeah. want to cha change it. I agree. I agree. I'm happy with. I'm I'm done with my education. I'm done. So I'm telling you, right? I, the only reason why I came here yeah. is for films. Yeah. And of course, you know, my my fiance uh, came here to do masters at SIU, mm -hmm. and I thought we could just you know live together. And then you know make make time for the films too. So what, what was there was there anything in particular about Carbondale that stuck out as a draw to you, or or was it just this was the opportunity I'm gonna take it? Uh, see, when I first came to Carbondale, mm -hmm. Carbondale is America to me. Mm -hmm. I, I I have no idea of any I I have no clue uh, how big US is, uh -huh. or I have no idea how uh, the whether weather is going to work. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, are there any other states which are like? always sunny throughout the year where we could ride bikes on yeah we're coming from india right we are we are we are i'm literally a bike guy uh -huh. and then you know i don't when you say know. bike you mean motorcycle yeah correct? motorcycles the the people can't see uh, uh, exactly that the the one tattoo i have it's exactly it's all motorcycles exactly i'm a, I'm a triumph guy and i right. so i don't know if you're so <laughs> i don't i don't know anything so uh -huh. i got i got my admission here SIU East America for me, mm -hmm. Carbondale East America for me. Uh -huh. And the first time I experienced snow, right? <laughs> Carbondale is like beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> and so, why is it so cold? Uh, no. <laughs> so, so that's 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 it. No, I I'm I'm, I'm not saying that I'm limited, mm -hmm. but you know this is my world. Yeah. I know I came all, all from uh, from India to here, and you know this is my home, my second home to be frank. Yeah. And then after after doing two years here and going out for two years of work coming back for three and a half years, right? Mm -hmm. I could say you know, I've spent like five and a half, six years just in Carbondale. Yeah. So this is my place. Well, and it's, I, I, I like that you touch on, uh, you know, the the concept of, of Carbondale being America for you because there are generations of international students that have come through Carbondale and to them, this is America, oh, yes. right? And, and I think, you know, I, I, I talk to folks and I, and I try and connect that, you know, Carbondale is very much representative of a broader America in terms of everything from, uh, you know, uh, traditional rural values that, that, that may exist uh, in a different time to uh, the, the, you know, challenges of, of modern liberal thinking uh, and, and people looking at the future to people that are just looking at the U.S. as, uh, you know, the shiny sitting on a hill where they can have, as you've described, a particular kind of freedom that they may not find at home. And it's not necessarily this flag-waving, eagle-flying freedom is 
you know, may be described by a typical person mm. in the States who, who was born and raised here, but a freedom of you get to make that choice as to whether or not you do or don't pursue something and your failures and your successes, you get to own, excuse me, of your own accord. But you also obviously understand that there's more than just yourself that has to help to get you there. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> and I'm not even kidding, sir. Uh, for the last, for every day that I've been here, like for five and a half years mm -hmm. in, in Carbondale, not once uh, I, I had a bad experience. Yeah. Every person that I met, they were so sweet. They offered help. You know, mm -hmm. they took me in as a family. To be frank, yeah. And you know, I could I could probably say that because I'm not. I'm, see, there's nothing to to even hide or nothing to even sweeten it up. Yeah. Not once I had a bad experience in this town. Yeah. So I so I work for graduate school too. Mm -hmm. You know, every person there, they treat like like I mean, they treat all the international <clears throat> students, not just me. Yeah. Like a family. Yeah. And even the people, you know, when we go out or in, when in the, obviously, you know, filmmaking, you know that we need so many people oh, yeah, to, you gotta be to realize a dream, yeah. right? Not once or not one that, you know, that went, that literally, you know, treated me bad mm -hmm. or nothing. So that's the reason why, like, even if, I, I've been, I've, I, I was in New Jersey for a couple of years when mm -hmm. I was working there, but, you know, I could have literally went to any place of the world after uh, oh, after yeah. graduation. Yeah, after yeah, with your, with your years, skill right? set and your capacity. I was like, absolutely. you know, let's go back to Kabul. <laughs> there is comfort here. Uh -huh. I know people here. Yeah. And, you know, I know that. So if I expect something, it's going to happen like that because, mm -hmm. you know, people are like that. They don't change. So they are sweet forever. So, yeah. so that got me back here. And then, you know, the whole thing happened, got the opportunity. And now here I am, you know, trying to do the same thing in Carbondale. <laughs> yeah. Because... See, uh, I tried to get few uh, executive producers from mm -hmm. Texas, from other places mm -hmm. and all, which were initially talking about doing the same thing there. Mm -hmm. But I was like, no, no. I wrote the script yeah. sitting in Carbondale. It's here. It's here. Here's, here's something, here's, and this ties into the thing that really just like drew me to you as soon as I saw uh, the post. So I, so I'm, I'm friends with, with both, uh, John and, and mm -hmm. Antonio on, on Facebook. And, and, and I'll tell you a little bit more about my experience with Southern Illinois film commission when we're, when we're not right here on, on camera, give you some insight, uh, on my end. But the, like when I, when I first saw that come through, I was like, that, this is it, this fits with, so, so you're like, you're, we're very much on the same wavelength and I'm, and I'm going to pitch you an idea here you don't have to answer to it. I just want to. I just want to bring you into the fold here. So, so Carbondale, right, is is struggling because of our reliance on the university, and that we just have many fewer students than we've had, uh, you know, in in prior decades, right? So there is a void of activity that needs to be filled. Carbondale is already set up as kind of a transient population mm -hmm. management mm -hmm. system, right, mm -hmm. where we're used to people coming in and Maybe. going out, yep, yep. and in and out, and in and out, and. Um, that sets us up very well to be able to manage the ebb and flow of the entertainment industry, right? I love the phrasing that you use, production houses, mm -hmm. right? Something that's, uh, you know, uh, the, the, the standard language in, in South India. And, um, you know, that's, that's kind of what I see as the future of this town oh. is essentially one large working production house that oh, yes. bootstrapped from, from the bottom up, haha, on that, on that concept, for those of you that appreciate the, the irony of the concept bootstrap, is, is that in, in this modern space, right, that we can create content like this, mm -hmm. like this podcast, mm -hmm. that if there are many creators in one space, all creating their own different thing, 
they start to intersect and they create a broader right. story, right? That enriches the experience for individual audiences because they get to see their own little piece of that story playing out into the bigger story. You start to build from the ground up people with audiences and interests your ability to have better production value, more mm -hmm. people with more interest, people that want to be behind the camera, in front of the camera, want to stage it and, and, and you know, help as, as crew. And all of a sudden, you've got this critical mass of people, right. this concept that I'm calling Creator Dale, right? right mm -hmm. that, that we can have that starts out with just a bunch of people making YouTube videos mm -hmm. and grows from there mm -hmm. into, um, you know, what I would like to see is, is you know, our old mall spaces turned into mm -hmm movie studios yes, so i think it's a perfect usage for a massive building like that oh, yes. plenty of parking you've already got a loading bay to bring in large semis track them in and out you've got you know dressing rooms and large uh you know areas to set stages up and then you've got the things that exist when you step outside of those doors mm -hmm. right all of the different natural environments that exist immediately in Southern Illinois, but also access to major metro areas like St. Louis, Chicago, right, Nashville, right, right. Atlanta, so on and so forth, where you can have a production based out of here and be three times less money than basing a production that, out of Nashville, that, that's true. That's but have the same exact access to any of yeah. these major metro areas when you need those three days of filming in those major mm -hmm, metro mm -hmm, areas. Mm -hmm. So that's my broader concept and why I was so thrilled to have you on the con on this podcast is because you are doing right now, right here, what I want to see happening oh, in this town. And I sure. and I'm thank you. Oh no no. <laughs> to be frank, I have to thank the people of Southern Illinois too, because yeah. John, John Musgrave, yes. right? Uh, representing Southern Illinois Film Commission. I haven't I've, I don't know him personally. Yeah. I was just this one dude doing a, a portfolio video. Yeah. Like, you know, with nine five member five member crew. <laughs> he he just helped me out saying that say john you know i can you help me with extras i don't know yeah. anyone here he tried to get me those people you know he loves films and then you know, he wants filmmaking to happen you know in, yep. su in southern like the way the same way like you do yes so uh, there are people so passionate trying to do something in carbondale yeah and i i could really see that it would happen it could happen it would happen yeah. for sure yeah you know it's all about this event this is one thing that i really really would like to state that the budding filmmakers who want to do something big, right? Mm -hmm. When I wrote the script, I wrote the script looking at my resources. Mm -hmm. Can I get into get into a hospital? Yeah. Can I get a sh Can I get a shot there? Can I use my university uh, corridors? Yeah. Okay. Now let's make the student a, a college student so that I could use the locations there. Yeah. You know. So basically, if you, if you could write a script. Based Just on your based environment. on your environment, based mm -hmm. on the resources that you could potentially use, mm -hmm. that will become a that will that will be a good film mm -hmm. because everything that all the elements that fall into that film, right? They they feel so natural mm -hmm. because basically the script was written keeping those in mind. Yes, that's the key that helped me too. Yeah, because when when I did the the portfolio video, I. I had like five, six locations for the whole film, mm -hmm. but it worked out good because I I wrote the whole script, keeping them in mind. Yeah. So, I've, and I know that I could get in there, get things done. So now, obviously when the scale is so big, right? Mm -hmm. We have to go to, or not to a place or, you know, travel to a certain place, yeah. you know, get a specific kind of a technician, 
to get this one imagination come true mm-hmm. and that you can do it once you have the backing of a production house so that you know they will help you out get all these things to, you know falling together but until then until then <laughs> write write scripts just considering what you have at that point of time mm-hmm. if you know that you can you can uh, you can literally film inside an elevator right just a script re- revolving around that yeah start so way right things look so natural when someone's watching the film mm-hmm. and everything would be so apt and the story would really really come out well so yes of course you're limiting yourself uh-huh. to a certain you know uh, b- boundary or you know thing but till you get to that position where you can literally do whatever you mm-hmm. want you can literally make whatever imagination that you have real till that point of time it's better to work with what we currently have well, the the other question you know to me as well as what is relatable about the scenery in one place that is relatable to the people in another right you're going to you know is is that hospital room a relatable hospital room to the audience that the media is being served right right if you're writing a film that's based in New York, it's really difficult to do anything other than film that film in New York. But if you're right. writing something that is based, again, based on that right. particular scenery, right. yes, it becomes manageable because, oh, I understand what a tree is. I understand what a hallway is. I understand what this particular room is. Correct. It's just, it, it translates to right. the audience it needs to. So basically, when, when you talk about resources, mm-hmm. those are the, uh, the underlying things and the, the real thing is the emotion the story you know the content what's going to happen mm-hmm. in those locations with those elements right so there are only two things one if you're trying to show a totally different process a totally different location mm-hmm. to an audience that they have not experienced before it is an experience to them mm-hmm. they're watching something new yeah yeah if the, if you're showing something that they have already fond of right based the common locations that they know yeah then it's just like the nostalgia uh-huh if you get the 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 scenes and the emotions right uh-huh. either you get experience out of it uh-huh. either it it would be nostalgic to uh, that's it, it is going to work out one way or the other that's so that's so accurate so, it's so simple right that really you're boiling down yep. your creative media to one of two things experience which is new nostalgia which is old but you don't have to complicate what you're seeking exactly. out of your audience beyond so that so that's that's what i really uh, you know prep with okay uh-huh. what am i trying to do here and then that's 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 how i'm uh-huh. going to do so this film it's a story of an the, the current film that i'm about to make uh-huh. in carbondale right that's a that's a story of an indian indian guy in usa mm-hmm. so there are so many indian students in usa yeah and everything that they were that they are going to watch on the screen yeah. would be nostalgic yeah, because, because they've, they've, been gone, through they've gone through it uh-huh and all the indians in india <laughs> it would be an experience uh-huh. because oh man this is how you know the us going to look like this uh-huh. how this, the things are going to be like uh-huh. so uh-huh. it works both ways it oh, works both so ways so that's so good that's so, so good so it's going to work out <laughs> so as long as we uh, stick to the script uh-huh. make sure that we get a, writing is one thing making making it real yeah. is the other thing yeah. if you can get that realistic thing as close to the uh, to the written one mm-hmm. that's that's going to work out and end of the day people might like this story people might might dislike the story that's a different thing right yeah. you write another story for the second film we don't do the same thing again so we'll try to impress or get a larger audience for it so it's it's weird to be frank to mm-hmm. be even sitting here talking about all these things yeah. because 
even the even the portfolio video right mm-hmm. that's the only film which is not even out yeah those people saw it they said hey we're going to we're going to make a bigger film let's make mm-hmm. a bigger film with based of the same story right yeah. and now i'm i'm about to make a bigger one and to be frank i really feel that i would uh, i see talking to you or doing a pod- podcast or anything mm-hmm. would would be good after i've after i finished the film yeah and then people see it people watch it and then i feel like okay i have to, i've accomplished something mm-hmm. something big obviously from from where i came from from my current situations mm-hmm. and all that this is big this is massive this is not even big yeah so making sure that i go through the 35 40 production days mm-hmm. and get a solid output out of it mm-hmm. that's the key that's the main thing that i'm really focusing on yeah because just you know trusting me there are so many people coming in from different parts of the country mm-hmm. the mail is coming in from india so i would love to have people just around me who have you know that experience that interest in yeah. in, in filmmaking so that i i wouldn't even need to you know get people from <laughs> outside right uh-huh. it's going to work but right now i have a solid team really good people yeah. really passionate and they're more excited than me mm-hmm. for the project uh, and i really want to make sure that you know they are comfortable in carbondale and they experience carbondale too and then you know make a good film so is this is have you had leadership roles in your professional life up to this point or is or is being the director at, you know among all of the other roles that you play right but it, but is this one of your first big like management lifts as well one of your first times not just contributing as as a member of a team but really being that project lead uh so in my professional career i i just worked as a software developer for 2 years okay so i have a manager and that's that's my uh first first job right uh-huh. i i learned stuff there and i'm a i'm a software developer there mm-hmm. but uh, it's not like i i didn't lead anyone i, yeah. I was learning stuff and making sure i'm delivering things there right but uh filmmaking when you b- become the director right mm-hmm. that will change you as a person too mm-hmm. so that will that will build up your confidence that will you know you're going to lead a team of 20 25 people 30 mm-hmm. people you know depending on what kind of a budget it is mm-hmm. you're going you have to work with people you have to talk to people it's your necessity mm-hmm. because i have written a script and now i have like 30 to 35 people mm-hmm. coming in believing in that and trying to help me mm-hmm. you know make it real yeah see paying uh paying a crew person it's uh, that's the minimum thing right yeah but inspiring that crew exactly person. you have to inspire them mm-hmm. to make sure that they do they go that one extra mile for mm-hmm. you to make sure that everyone whatever work they put in they're putting in to make sure that the film comes out well yeah not to make me happy <laughs> right and i would only have i would only be happy right if if the film is coming out good yeah so when i have these people you know see uh, i have now my dp his his name is adam chapman mm-hmm. you should you should literally talk to him mm-hmm. he is like he's, he's so much more excited so much more looking forward <laughs> for the project than uh-huh. the moment i got him on board i felt like i felt comfortable right you yeah. know that guy is so sweet and i have like that i have so many people coming in just to make sure that they put in everything that they have yeah for 35 40 days and bring out bring out a brilliant film technically good yeah. so that idea is 
you have to make these ott people like all my uh, aha family all my mm -hmm. aha members right they are back in india so we are making a film in carbondale mm -hmm. that they haven't they, they don't even know the place <laughs> they haven't even been here any time just a lot of trust exactly they're just trusting a team yeah. to make sure that we deliver what they what they really need yeah and that's that's responsibility it's it's yeah it's it is fun to have uh, it is it is fun to have a production house backing you uh -huh. it is it feels so good to have uh, the trust that they're placing in you uh -huh. but everything equates to responsibility yeah you got to make sure that you know you deliver it end of the day that's what it matters so it's it's going to be a fun ride uh -huh. and i really really hope and you know i really pray that it goes smooth <laughs> there would be challenges there will uh -huh. be challenges you know we 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 i i'm i'm pretty much sure that we have the strength to overcome those you know tackle those uh -huh. and go through it wrap it up you know in the way we really like it do you uh, do you get that a is that is that ability to manage the responsibility right because it's one thing to want to be you know hyper adequate in the job that you do right but that's different than shouldering the responsibility of the team right do you is, is that another characteristic that you feel like you've naturally received from family is the ability to to just shoulder responsibility to to be frank like uh i i trust people yeah and i trust them so much that you know that in turn makes them be responsible uh -huh. <laughs> so that's what it is you know things could blow you know blow up things could go go bad yeah but other than that uh having a long uh, you know a lengthy relationship a long term relationship with someone uh -huh. that you have just worked on a one day project and maybe after 5 years you you work work again with him on something bigger mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. it's 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 uh it's not like it's not like you driving alone uh -huh. it's not like you are reaching heights all alone yeah because for a for a filmmaker for a director to be frank to be specific right yeah you I'm here because of the team that uh, helped me out in my first first thing. Yeah. Know? When I made that 3 minute song 20 people, 20 friends, they've just put in like 100 bucks, 50 bucks and mm -hmm. all to make sure that I I make it. Was that the very first piece of media that you ever created here in USA? Okay. I did a short film in India, okay. but after coming here, that is the first thing that I've ever done and then you know f my friends helped me out just giving me like 50 bucks 20 bucks 100 uh -huh. bucks and all to make that happen and you know i'm here about to do a big project it's only because of them yeah and the crew that i worked with on that small uh, yeah. video right and then i did this uh, the portfolio and i i worked with a different team on that mm -hmm. and you know to be frank i feel i feel so proud and so happy uh, to to share this with you so uh, my fiance Uh, and then there are two other guys mm -hmm. that helped me out in the whole production thing. Uh -huh. They didn't sleep; they <laughs> were with me all those nine nights. Yeah. And it's not that they're going to have a credit on uh, for the film, right? We don't even we didn't even had uh, have this IMDb thing for that. Mm -hmm. No IMDb, nothing. <laughs> we are just making a portfolio video. Yeah. So there is this guy called Rahul. There is this guy called Santosh, uh -huh. which I've met after come uh, literally. I met them after I came back to SIU. Uh -huh. And now. the protagonist name of this big project is uh -huh. rahul 
<laughs> and then the, and then his closest friend the other important character's <laughs> name in this film is santosh that's a really there's a very mindful way to give credit to the people that help you to get through the different steps yep. of so uh, th- that's <laughs> that's what i really feel about them that's yeah. how that's how high i feel about them because they help me out and then you know uh, obviously without family we could we couldn't do anything right and yeah. i have uh, i have a beautiful fiance that takes care of me and all this stuff <laughs> so and she she literally you know it's like the other way around i didn't i didn't get her gifts i didn't buy her anything uh-huh. she put whatever she had into the film she says she's like an <laughs> she, affi- she bought you not the other way yes, around exactly <laughs> she she's like the official investor uh-huh. uh, you know one of the investors for for the portfolio but i would love to work with people new people so the moment you you meet a new person you yeah. you are getting a, a new story mm-hmm. out of him you are mm-hmm. you know you are uh, g- getting to those things in life which you have not experienced before mm-hmm. there's a good chance that you could find something motivational something you know inspirational yeah. out of every new person that you meet i would love to work with new people here make sure that you know uh, i i go go on through this journey the way i want to the way i intend to so <laughs> i think you're going to man oh my gosh this is good we got we got plenty more time i was like it, we we have we have gotten so much quality conversation in 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 the time that we've already been here i was just like wow i, I just i'm i'm really just blown 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 away by it i it's just i you we we live in a in a in a global society right that makes anywhere valuable to anywhere else right like i i like i'm literally sitting here thinking like okay if if carbondale is is here as you know an an american footprint of the south indian film community right mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. that's not an out of the way question oh yes, oh yes it's already happening you're already doing this <laughs> it's, it's not just that i it's not like i don't have any other option yeah the thing is we have everything here to make films yeah so whole southern it, it has so many beautiful locations mm-hmm. you know chicago is like you know you get on amtrak yeah. you go to chicago you have a beautiful city there yeah you know you can you can have all the natural spots uh, in shawnee and everywhere right? mm-hmm. this there's everything here as long as like people believe that we could do something in our own place yeah that gives filmmakers that gives people who are just dreaming about doing something yeah enough uh, crew enough cash to bring all those things out i i know quite a few like brett i know quite a few filmmakers that mm-hmm. are that are really doing something in southern light too mm-hmm. and i know john is doing a great job yeah. making sure that you know there are quite a few things happening in the fil- like in the films happening yeah. in southern light too just soliciting productions to come here and exactly you know. exactly so as long as you uh, you know you have an idea right and then you believe that you could pull it out you have everything here yeah you could you could do you could do real real good stuff here you know uh, rental camera equipment rentals and all you know i would to be frank i would love to have some something local so that you know we could do things because we also we also have a university and all yeah. but 
majorly all the film students uh, of SIU they can just uh, check out equipment from SIU yeah. so that's the reason why there's no other place where the other filmmakers can rent things out yeah. so if I have to do something I have to either go on like Lensper to go borrow lenses you know all these yeah. websites or you know drive to Chicago St. Louis yeah. have to go out to get stuff in yeah so I mean I, that, that's smart I mean that's that is one of the things that we are that we are missing is is that and the and the the tough part about it, right, is which comes first. Does does the ability to furnish these things come first, or does the activity that requires this equipment <laughs> furnished come first? Exactly. Right, and that, that's the that's the economic struggle correct, of doing correct. these things uh, in places that that aren't major metro areas. Correct. No, no, absolutely <laughs> makes sense. Absolutely, absolutely. So, uh, and then uh, like when you have proper crew. Like, you know, there's so many yeah. roles to play, right? Uh, starting with gaffer, key grip, you know, yeah. art, art direction, hair and makeup, and special effects makeup, right? There's mm -hmm. so many things that uh, a filmmaker needs. And, you know, if people just have that, that belief that, you know, we could do something here. Yeah. And obviously, it, they pick up with time. Things will happen uh, with yeah. time. You know, we, there'll be so many more productions coming into Carbondale mm -hmm. with time. Once we get to that stage where you need a crew and they are just local to you, yeah, that would help productions too. Oh yeah, because you could you could turn and burn over and over. Exactly. Again. Yep. No, we don't need to. We, so the accommodation is already taken care. Yeah. Right. You could you could literally. End of the day, if I am spending money uh, for accommodating a certain person coming in from outside, mm -hmm. that's like I'm I'm putting in money for him. Yeah. If that guy is a local, right, I could pay him better. Yep. So he gets his rate and also because there's no accommodation here involved. <laughs> he already lives here. Exactly. Yep. He could, the, the production could literally pay him better and still save something from the accommodation. Well, right? And that's what plays into, right, we having what is essentially a talent factory at SIU with, uh, you know, the film, television and, and new media school, right? We, we send the best of the best to California and okay. New York and, and Atlanta. SIU is known. People in the film that's industry true, true. know this place because people in the film industry came from this place. Correct. Correct. <laughs> Correct. And almost majority of the people that I've already worked with that are from MCM, uh -huh. if, I, if, I, if I take a look at their Instagram profile now, everyone is in LA. Yeah. <laughs> everyone. So, you know, here's, here's, here's my trick to it. I'm gonna let mother, mother nature <laughs> take its course. And when that entire town catches on fire, eventually oh, no, <laughs> no, it won't be good for them, but maybe we'll have a place offset to yeah. where maybe a handful of folks can land in Carbondale and miniature <laughs> no. Los Angeles can be rebuilt. I know it sounds crazy, but I mean, it's just the, 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 one of my things is my, my worry about, you know, climate change. And you look at things, especially like what's happening now in, in, wildfires out west and and uh you know major flooding all along the gulf coast and east coast i mean these right, are right. very real things that are displacing the, people th that that's true but the, the thing is like you you need to have that alpha male uh -huh. to 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 get better yeah see la uh, something to challenge yourself exactly. against that makes exactly. sense yeah so la is there and people are going to la for a reason yeah Right? Because the best of the best are exactly. there, are there. Mm -hmm. so you know instead of you know instead of taking it out or wiping it off that's there to help all the other people to dream big. Yeah. And that, see, they're, they're not going to LA just for, you know, just trying it out, right? Yeah. They are going with that motivation to make it in LA. Yeah. Everyone. 
So you need to have that to make sure that people get better. People have their hung hunger, mm -hmm. you know, to get better. That has to be there. And still, right, if we can get better as per the economics is concerned, as per mm -hmm. the uh, filming opportunities are concerned, as, as per the process is concerned, right, as the production houses are concerned, we put ourselves in a better place yeah. where they can literally travel there, come here, work and go, you know, things are going to work out. Yeah. But, you know, of course, we need to have someone to look look up to. To challenge. To challenge. Yeah, and to, you know, That will help us too. So, yeah. No, that's reasonable. No, <laughs> I, and, I, and, I, and I, don't, I don't think too far as... As to into that, but I mean that's you know because there's if if a standard is is set in a particular space, that's what people are going to produce at. Correct. And Correct. there's there's not going to be an increase. Now mm -hmm. the the other side that we luck out with right is is that Illinois is is very competitive in the film industry. You know having having really blossomed over the past fifteen years or so that you know we're we're not quite on Georgia's level, but we should as a oh, state. Yeah. Oh yeah be competing with Georgia oh, yes. and looking to Georgia and saying, why aren't we oh, yes. where they are yet? And how do we have places that are small like Carbondale and big like Chicago play together right, right. to be able to challenge? Uh, you so, know, so, I, true, so true, so true, so <laughs> true. And the other thing with filmmaking is like, uh, to be frank, for this project, uh -huh. uh, when AHA gave me this opportunity to make uh, make a feature film, right? I am the writer, I'm the director, but I need to have someone to produce the whole film. Uh -huh. End of the day, you know, it's AHA's original, yeah. but there need to be one person here to take care of the whole production. Yeah. Right? The good thing with filmmaking is, if you know that you could get things done, mm -hmm. you, you there's no, there, there's absolute, I don't think there's no, uh, correct me if I'm, if I'm wrong, yeah. but production is something that you know it's not like you're you're going to a school to learn it yeah you have it has it, to be it has natural. to be it has to be natural <laughs> you have to have it yeah it's all about making things efficient making things better mm -hmm. or you know making things making good things yeah. for uh, at a cheaper rate i, I mean is, is it a, is a similar thing that you run into just in the computer science world where you know so many self-trained people that's that's what it exactly. takes not necessarily the piece of paper exactly so See, I'm a computer science guy trying to make a film, right? Uh -huh. Even funny thing is, my producer, <laughs> uh -huh. his, his name is Dr. Reddy, uh -huh. Pradeep Reddy. Uh -huh. He's a pediatrician. Uh -huh. He is a pediatrician from Carbondale. Yeah, I didn't realize. Uh -huh. So Pradeep should produce that's so phenomenal. He's, he's a doctor, <laughs> uh -huh. far, far, far more qualified than me. Uh -huh. He's literally saving kids, saving lives and all. Uh -huh. And he is producing the film. Filmmaking is like, you know, it's it's not that, okay, because I'm, I'm doing computer computer science, uh -huh. it's not that I can't make films. Uh -huh. So it's that weird combination here because, you know, a, a techie guy trying to do a film, a doctor trying to help me make this film. <laughs> so he's one of the sweetest guys. And, yeah. you know, the thing is, he gives me so much freedom that I am literally scared. Uh -huh. I am, you know, that puts so much... So, so much pressure too. But Pradeep's more than just a doctor, right? He's a serial entrepreneur. And when you're a serial Ooh. entrepreneur, you understand exactly. that, you know, there are times when you put in and you let somebody go run. And if it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. There are times where you have to be 100% engaged Correct. as the person driving it. And there are times where you just say, here's my money. <laughs> Correct. Good luck. Correct. <laughs> so, <laughs> see, making, making a film with your money, uh -huh. if that's tough, Making a film with someone else's money. Much more. <laughs> oh, it's, it's so hard. Oh, man, it's, it's a lot of her. And, uh, you know, it. 
everything i every equipment rental you do anything you do right uh-huh. you you have, for a second i feel like okay you know i'm i'm going to make a reservation it's gonna, <laughs> it's going to cost this much do you have any other uh, do you have any other websites where i could get it for cheap yeah. can i save something for him here yeah. or if not you know i'll i'll let him know that okay i'm going to do this he's like do whatever you want make a good film <laughs> so it's like okay so he's a sweet guy and you know i'm i'm glad that uh, he's helping me out with yeah. this journey because he's t- he's helping me a lot like you know accommodation the whole production uh rentals cash crew yeah. and whole thing yeah i mean he's he's got he's got a lot of resources that he can help with beyond just money but and like the the actual things that you need to make a production work exactly, exactly. like a hotel room right those those are important exactly, things exactly <laughs> so as as uh, like you know there is this this there's this one thing where uh, when you when you place your trust in people mm-hmm. and when you just it's not about you exploiting exploiting them mm-hmm. when you truly like someone when you truly trust someone when you have a good relationship with them right yeah in your journey of life there would be people coming in out of the blue all yeah. of a sudden and trying to help you out people there's the good people mm-hmm. everyone that you meet right everyone that you meet is not bad yeah you need to let the let the shield off yeah. bring it down try to trust people you know it's not that they would be of help to you in the future but that's how the whole thing works yeah you need people to live you need people to get better you need people you know to for your growth without them you can't do much so when i say that uh, you know uh, i i i'm going to do the whole film you know i'm going to have the I've, i've written out the whole film right mm-hmm. it's not that i'm i'm making it happen for myself it is because there's one guy called alu arvind trusted me and mm-hmm. gave me this opportunity mm-hmm. right so there is this guy you need you need someone to give you that one yeah. push and someone that you already know someone that you might be seeing on youtube someone that you might be ignoring their phone right someone you don't know who's going to help you when but they will come at the right time you know you got to be there <laughs> so the own so it to be frank I, i really don't want to bring this into the conversation mm-hmm. but obviously right it is the current topic mm-hmm. so when this film right i was supposed to do it e- an year and half ago mm-hmm. so i i went to india i narrated the whole film to arvin sir he loved it he said we're going to make a film and then i came back so the pre production works has have begun and then i started looking into cash and you know who, who to go for and all mm-hmm. and that is when covid hit us ah so after after quitting my job after coming back to college after you know putting everything that that i have that my family has my mm-hmm. fans everyone right putting in money effort and everything finally i got an opportunity to and make the big world shut Down. and the, and the world got shut down <laughs> so when you when you think about movies where you know like sport sport dramas mm-hmm. or any emotional movies right hardships are there for you in the first part mm-hmm. of the film so that you know how you you could relate to that guy yeah. you could see him struggle you feel <laughs> bad for him mm-hmm. and then when he gets this one big opportunity right you you okay you you cry you feel happy you know you you feel really good for about that guy uh-huh. but there shouldn't be 
it a, a crazy twist in an emotional film <laughs> emotional films yeah. are meant to be steady you know or just like you know one one directional uh-huh. where you know it's like a graph right this guy struggles at the end of the film he has to succeed yeah but when you encounter something that is like that's going to sweep the whole world underneath you still you got to you know stay firm yeah so i was so depressed i was really really uh, in in that sh- stage where mm-hmm. the, the this is what i'm going to tell the the most difficult thing is not rejection mm-hmm. it is uncertainty mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. when when you succeed that's great when you're rejected you try to see why uh, the, you know why what's the reason behind the rejection mm-hmm. and then try to improve or try to try to give another try mm-hmm. if not there's another film if not there's another producer right so rejection is also good but uncertainty right that i have the opportunity in front of me and i don't know when it's going it's <laughs> when it's going to happen mm-hmm. i don't know if i have to go do something else i don't know if okay if i get another opportunity from a different producer should i take it we don't know it you, it's it's so hard when you're in a situation where you can't make a decision mm-hmm. it's better to make a bad one better to make a good one rather than just staying there thinking about it <laughs> not making a decision because of the uncertainties covid was that i got the greatest opportunity i got that one big successful climax of the mm-hmm. film but then covid came in out of the blue and no one had no clue what's going to happen yeah aha guys said we not aha guys did not say that you know we're not doing the film or we're going to stop the film for 2 years mm-hmm. they still want to make the film but we don't know how we don't know how the rules are going to change we yeah. don't know when things going to get better because covid hit us hit usa first mm-hmm. it hit india next mm-hmm. and there were lockdowns here there were lockdowns there mm-hmm. so that was a peer, period where i was like so so down i was so depressed yeah. i was literally hating uh, you know how th- literally that is when we hate the way our life is right mm-hmm. you know when you when you try so hard when yeah. you get that opportunity and then you miss it that's bad yeah it hurts so much and in that time there is this one guy alurvin sir mm-hmm. he made sure that uh, i have st- i have that hunger still going on mm-hmm. during that phase every month every other month he used to text me saying that hey i th- we 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 thought we were trying to make a web series right just use this time to write season 2 yeah and one day he came he he's i this is what right he came he called me after a couple of months while the whole covid thing is happening uh-huh. he said i think interactive web series interactive content mm-hmm. i think that's really good that's yeah. pretty new let the user let the viewer you know choose what the protagonist wants to do mm-hmm. i am 29 years old <laughs> and i didn't even think about it you know yeah. i ha- i've watched a couple of films on netflix you know mm-hmm. with the whole interactive style mm-hmm. this guy from india he's calling me asking me to you know can we do our script in that interactive way yeah i, I I'm, i'm telling you this he had no intentions of making it yeah he's just making sure that i still have the belief that yeah. it's going to happen yeah. i don't lose it every two months i i i really and i really didn't get it why he's doing that and now after i came through that whole phase of covid right when i think about it mm-hmm. that is the guy that got me you know that literally 
caught me you know f- from from falling yeah that is the guy that made me think re- about the story work on the story and then after a while he said okay i think films are going to, film is going to be better let's not do web series let's make do a feature film even better say okay that's fine i'm going to i'm going to give me a month i'm going to write mm-hmm. changing a web series script mm-hmm. into a feature film script yeah is the toughest thing that you know that one <laughs> could do it's not about deleting or you know erasing uh-huh. length it's not about making something that's 200 minutes into a 120 minutes yeah the whole structure changes changes right web series every episode a solid start a uh, uh, a, a good content and then some sort of a cliffhanger at the end mm-hmm. that's how people are used to yeah. that's how i've wrote my all epi- eight episodes right <laughs> and now i have to write this 120 minutes where i can't use cliffhangers every 15 20 minutes uh-huh. right i have to rewrite the whole thing and i took a month and half for that and now when i think about all these things mm-hmm. it's only because of that guy making sure that yeah. i don't give up yeah so and you you're beyond that continuing to sharpen different skills exactly right broaden your mindset because now you know what why just throw two years away on worrying about the one project when if this was normal times you would have done the one project and then been on exactly. already thinking about the things that he's asking you to think about exactly so when you when you have a proper distribution mm-hmm. when you know that five to six million people can watch your film mm-hmm. it will help you get opportunities from other sources other places to make your second one yeah when the when covid hit uh, hit us right my the first film itself is uncertain uh-huh. i don't know whether it's going to happen or not just forget about the all the things that would happen after it gets <laughs> released right he made sure that you know i'm stuck with it and he made sure that now you know once things got better once the vaccination rates are going better right mm-hmm. it's like okay no let's resume it let's do it <laughs> it's just that one guy yeah. from india and i am a stranger i'm not even kidding i'm a stranger to him he doesn't know me but he knows you at the same time exactly because at one point in time he knew somebody like you or he was that person like exactly you. exactly so when when i told him that you know after those five days of spending writing a script mm-hmm. i texted him saying that sir i'm ready i'm yeah. done <laughs> he sent me like a thousand words message or something uh-huh. it's like a paragraph he sent me that he took all the time to convey that writing is the most important thing i can give you anyone everyone to help you or do yeah. something but if you can't write well yeah. it's not going to work out don't tell me that you have written an eight episodic web series in five days yeah take your time make sure that you write well yeah. and then come back to me i don't even know how many days i have to take because i was so high i was literally working thinking on the film mm-hmm. that it took me five days to write the whole thing and then i spent 40 days sitting idle thinking about the script mm-hmm. nothing changed Yeah all those ideas that I got in the first 5 days are right there sitting in front of me and after 45 days he texted me asking me where are you what happened to you why why didn't you even get back to me uh-huh. I told him sir you know I tried to take time I tried to make it better yeah. but you know I don't know those are the same ideas that I still <laughs> have he said he's like okay now let's let's okay that's fine let's do a narration and he asked me to he asked me whether i could come down to india mm-hmm. 
that was the time where I, when I'm broke. Yeah. Everything that I had was in the film. Everything my fiance had was in the film. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even meet my family because you know I had to use a credit card yeah. loan and then take you know buy a ticket. I said yes, I'm gonna be in India. And he said, when are you going to be here? I said tomorrow. He was like shocked, and I don't know. I, see, it's not my mind is not even giving me time to process yeah. it. You just uh, have to ans- do. The answers are coming out, saying that yeah, I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna come in. I don't even, I, I didn't even spend time thinking about how much I have to spend, mm-hmm. how much I have to take a loan or stuff like that. So next day, I bought a ticket to India. I just, I just went there. He lit. I'm not even kidding. This guy had the entire week blocked with narrations, with interviews, with meetings, with big, big time directors mm-hmm. who have done. seven eight films already mm-hmm. big budget films and all mm-hmm. he pushed all those things aside to meet a guy who who risked everything who had no money to even make the trip but he didn't shy he didn't ask for ask for accommodation he didn't ask for travel he said yes i'm going to come there and he i was there the very the very next day he and that is what i think he got connected to because he was that he was that kind of a guy he's that kind of a guy he did the same thing he risked everything yeah. in his in his time in his primes right to get something and he saw that in me he said that's what made him sit for 7 hours just to listen my narration i don't even have a proper big time film to show except that one portfolio thing which he already saw right yeah he he heard the whole narration he recorded everything and then that one firm shake he gave right after the 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 climax of the film that was so good that felt so good he didn't even utter a single word i really felt that he's going to make the film yeah in the uh, right after the handshake he said we're, we're doing this i'm like i and with the whole hurdles with the whole uh, you know ups and downs that have gone through right i was i was not even in a position to feel happy to celebrate because i was still thinking that is it is this real is this real yeah is is it really going to happen i'm doubting it i'm doubting myself i'm i'm doubting the whole thing i don't know whether it's a dream or not but i'm it took me a long time to digest the fact that i'm making a film for that guy for aha <laughs> <laughs> so well i i will say that is that is where we land on our filming of episode 88 <laughs> of the WTF Carbondale podcast where things are possible <laughs> because we're talking to people that make them possible. Vignesh, thank you. I appreciate Pleasure you my friend. Pleasure to be here Nathan. Thank you so much for having me here. Have a good one folks. Whatever that one maybe.